Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday we have episodes of Faith and Hope Journey. This is where we talk about struggles, problems that we have in life, usually involving people, and hard circumstances. Maybe they're physical, maybe they're emotional. We look to the Lord in all of that for healing, for rescue, and deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday, our episodes are Sword of the Spirit, where we share the Word of God, the Bible, because it is God-breathed, God-inspired. That's where we learn about God's promises, and we develop our relationship with Him. The Word of God is an effective weapon against the attacks from our enemies. His Word is where we learn of the good news of Jesus and our eternal life. I believe that God has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives its light from the ultimate source, the Creator. And then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help and encourage others toward God's kingdom. I often share pieces of my testimony because He has rescued me time and time again. If He would hear my sincere and contrite cry for help, and help me, then he will do it for you. Many times my testimony includes a cautionary tale, and I share some of my mistakes, sins, and even the consequences that I faced along my faith journey. This can be used as both a warning and encouragement. Whatever has happened in your life, whatever part you played in it, today is the day to turn to God. Well, today's topic is anger management. Are you a hothead or quick to become angry when things don't go your way or someone else comes along to irritate you? Has your anger gotten you into trouble or maybe uh, in, in trouble with the law? I used to be quick to anger and I look back on it now with a better understanding of how it happened. I came to a came to a childhood of a life of childhood abuse and then I walked into domestic violence. You might say it appeared life had been unfair to me and I may have had a chip on my shoulder. But also what might have been hap- operating is I had been pushed down so much maybe I went too far with what I thought was defending myself. Can anyone relate to this? But regardless, I have no excuses for my choices to maintain a bad attitude, ugly words, or take a mean action. No excuses. But excuses abound in today's world, don't they? I said or did this because they said or did that. It was the other person's fault. Or more drastically, God made me this way. I can't help it. It's a disease. The devil made me do it. Well, excuses don't really get you anywhere, ultimately. But we each know this. We have free will to decide to react or to be kind in our response in any given situation. As people, God gave us the ability to think and to decide, even to make really bad mistakes. I recall the first time I was truly angry. I let it kindle into hatred. It was toward my dad. From my earliest memory, my mother beat me, and my dad did nothing to help me. 
He essentially betrayed me as a parent. He failed to protect. I believe he didn't love me, although he did love my sister and was affectionate towards her. Not protecting a child is a biggie. And to make it obvious that you have favorites is also terrible. While I was a teenager, my dad and I argued often, and sometimes it got physical. I'd like to say we matured into a short, in a short while, but not really. It continued. What made the difference was when I came to Jesus at 22 years old, and the Lord softened my heart enough that I could forgive my father, repent of my part in our broken relationship, and then I could move on. It had to take Jesus to make a difference. That's what each of us need in order to change. We need to turn to the Lord and read and study His Word, the Bible, so we can become more and more like Jesus. Well, uh, let's go to Ephesians 4, verses 31 and 32 in the Amplified Version. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to believers in Christ. Let it all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault-finding, and slander be put away from you along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness and verbal abuse. Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. I looked, at, I looked up anger in my little purple book from Joyce Meyer entitled The Secret Power of Speaking God's Word. And then I said some of the scriptures in that category out loud. You could either get her book too or Google the topic for scriptures. It's so easy nowadays. There, you can make a study out of it. Well, let me read a few of those to you now. Looking up the topic of anger, and I'm just going to randomly select some. Um, I will bridle my anger, trash my wrath, cool my pipes. It only makes things worse. Psalm 37, 8. I follow the example of the Lord who is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy and loving kindness. I am slow to anger. Oh, that was Psalm 108.8. I am slow to anger and have great understanding. I am not like he who is hasty of spirit, exposing and exalting his folly. Proverbs 14.29. I speak soft answers that turn away wrath, not grievous words that stir up anger. Proverbs 15, verse 1. Good sense makes me restrain my anger and it is my, to my glory to overlook a transgression or an offense. Proverbs 19.11 A lot of this comes from the book of Proverbs of wisdom. When I am angry, I do not sin or let my wrath, my exasperation, my fury or indignation last until the sun goes down. That's Ephesians 4 verse 26. When I'm angry... So yes, we may become angry, but what we do with that is up to us. Do we remain in it or do we dismiss it? Um, here's an, another one. I will let all bitterness and indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, 
and resentment, anger, animosity, and quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive, or blasphemous language, be banished from me with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseless of any kind. And I will become useful and helpful and kind to others, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving others readily and freely as God in Christ forgave me. Well, that's uh, another version of what I read recently. Now I must get rid of all these things, anger, passion, and hateful feelings. No insults or obscene talk must ever come from my lips. Colossians 3, 8. Well, there's many more. I hope that that has interested you into going to The Secret Power of Speaking God's Word by Joyce Meyer, or you can Google by topic. So also, when I prepared this episode, I was it was on the 15th. Well, how many of us use Proverbs as an ongoing devotional? What I mean is that there are 31 chapters, so easily we can choose to study that chapter that corresponds with the date. Here are, are valuable and wise passages that I found in Proverbs 15, and I'm reading it straight from my book, The Passion Translation, Proverbs, Wisdom from Above. Now, you may not be familiar with the tra- Passion Translation, so this will kind of introduce you to it. All right, verse 1, respond gently when you are confronted and you'll diffuse the anger of another. Responding with sharp, cutting words will only make it worse. Don't you know that being angry can ruin the testimony of even the wisest of men? Well, we learned that the hard way, haven't we? When you speak healing words, this is verse 4, You offer others fruit from the tree of life, but unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their hopes. Moving on to um, verse 18. Touchy, hot-tempered man picks a fight, but the calm, patient man knows how to silence strife. Have you been around a hot-tempered person? Have you been that touchy, hot-tempered person? And then uh, finally, verse 28. Lovers of God think before they speak, but the careless blurt out wicked words meant to cause harm. That reminds me of a time when um, I was among uh, three people, and suddenly they got really nasty with me, and I had to literally run to the restroom to get away from them before I blurted out all kinds of ugly things. And I turned to God about it, And I, you know, like tattling, I told him about the situation and I sincerely believed he was telling me to love them anyway. And I said, love them anyway. It's like, oh, love them anyway. And so I came out of that restroom with a different heart. I was humbled. What good would have it done if I had truly spit out all those things that I was thinking? It would have made the situation much worse, and I would have regretted what I said. Well, was that helpful? We can successfully gain control of our anger and manage it, manage it without, can we do that? Without turning to the Lord, we have to turn to Him. We need to study the Word of God in the topic area for improvement, like I did in 
the Proverbs, and the Secret Power. We can always go to Google the topic area and um, work. Work with the Lord about it. Do you have a relationship with the Lord? Now is a good time to start. Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes from hearing and from hearing the good news about Christ. And that is why, as a believer following Jesus, I love to share the good news of Jesus whenever the opportunity arises. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess our sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, joy, or hope for an everlasting life. There's so much more at stake. It's summarized in this verse, John 3.16. I hope you've memorized it. If not, please look it up and consent it to memory. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he tells us that in John 14.6. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. You might wonder, how do we come to him? Is it some kind of process? Well, it's this simple. You open up your heart, your mind, and your mouth. You say it out loud. Your repentance and your confession, your belief in Jesus. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Do you believe that Jesus came to earth to suffer and pay for your sins? and that he arose on the third day. Then I urge you to pray to him, repent, believe, and accept Jesus. I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Once you've accepted him, then you are a new creature in Christ, a believer, born again, saved. With God's amazing grace through Jesus, you will experience victory in him. Your life will never be the same, and you'll realize your purpose, your calling, and the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, will be with you through eternity. Well, human beings, even believers, become angry sometimes. That's going to happen, but we need to be slow to anger and not give in to wrath. We need to lean on the Lord to help us in that. How we diffuse our anger is critical for our spiritual growth. Here's a couple of quotes that I really like. One is by Matthew Henry. The worst thing we can bring to a religious controversy is anger. And then another one is by Will Rogers. People who fly into a rage always make a bad landing. Well, I sincerely hope that I've given you a few pieces of equipment, resources to help you manage your anger. Thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. I hope you'll watch and listen on Monday episodes, Faith and Hope Journey, and also episodes on Wednesday, Sword of the Spirit. You can share your comments, your suggestions with me on my contact page of my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And that's a great way to reach me. There you'll also see my books, my blogs, and resource materials. All of my books by Karen Jane Casey are geared towards bringing you hope, encouragement, and healing through your challenges, the storms that you face. In my four-book fiction series, is Standing Through Storms, and in my two-book and study guides, study guide series of nonfiction, is Hope and Faith Journey. 
If any of my books or any of my podcast episodes has brought you towards hope, healing, or encouragement, I would love to know it. Because, you know, I need encouragement along the way as well. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.